Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Well, the Jazz have played a pair of uh, scrimmages, and I'm trying hard not to draw too many conclusions from a PK, but you know that goes against everything I believe in. Draw conclusions, who cares? <laughs> but just the little stuff. You know, one time during the game when the camera pulls back, and all of a sudden you see how big the building is, and they've tried to kind of make it smaller and more intimate with that wall of uh, electronic monitors all around it, which apparently they're going to be putting fans' reaction shots in, trying to recreate stuff. I thought they'd just be putting Nike swooshes and stuff in and making money off corporate America, but I guess we're going to see fans' faces. We'll probably see a mix of the two. I don't know. There were little moments like that. It was kind of... It's kind of weird, but it was good to see basketball again, and clearly they played better in the second scrimmage than they did in the first, and clearly everybody's going to have to improve a lot more, but I think that's what these three scrimmages and eight regular season games are all about before the playoffs, expecting that trend to continue over the next three weeks. Well, that's no different in, in any season. Expect them to get better, and hopefully they're playing their best when they're at their playoff, playoff time. Jazz are back at it with their final scrimmage today against the Brooklyn Nets at 3.30. You can listen to that right here on the Zone Sports Network. We'll have more on the Jazz later in the show. Hashtag NBA. So the Knicks have a new head coach. It looks like they're agreeing with terms with Tom Thibodeau. Five years and... He's a former Nick assistant, so he ought to know what he's getting into. He's coached with the Bulls and the Timberwolves. Six of the seven years he's been a uh, head coach. His team has gone to the playoffs. He had some partial seasons in there, so we won't count those. But of the full seasons, and the Knicks haven't been there in six long years. And they've won one playoff series in 20 years. He's going to turn it around, PK. This is the guy. Do you believe that? You got to go elsewhere. I don't do Knicks radio. Sorry, can't help you. Oh, come on. Thibs, you got to make an exception. Great. He's hired. I, I, I make no exceptions with coaches. I never know how they're going to do. I never know if it's a good hire. I never know if it's a bad hire. Time will tell. I will wait it out. It doesn't matter if it's a high school coach or it's at the pro level. I've been surprised by coaches I didn't think would do well and coaches I thought would do well who've bombed. I've been surprised both ways. So my line on coaching is way to go. Good luck to you. And I'll check back in time because I never really know. And we've seen it a million times over. New Orleans Pelicans forward Zion Williamson has re-entered the NBA bubble over the weekend. He's going through the four-day quarantine, which will end just before the game against the Jazz on Thursday as both teams will restart the NBA season in Orlando as a Thursday doubleheader, Jazz and Pelicans, followed by the Clippers and Lakers. Don't know if they'll play him or not, PK, after he's been out for a while. Uh, They don't have much wiggle room to get to the playoffs, which would suggest he will play. This year is just barely a blip in his career which means maybe they should take it slower with him. So I don't know what they're going to do with him, but obviously the Jazz and the Pelicans played two really entertaining games back in January in New Orleans. Both went down to the wire and they split them. So even though New Orleans is way below the Jazz in the standings, 
can't take much for granted when these two teams play. Oh, I know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to start him, and he's going to play. Lou Williams will not be quarantined for four days. He will be quarantined for 10. Left the bubble to a 10-day viewing. Family friend passed away. Went to an Atlanta strip club. Picked up dinner, he says. Photographed by a rapper while he was there. The picture was posted on Instagram and was deleted. The guy tried to say it was an old picture, but he was wearing a mask from the bubble in Orlando. He's masked up, so give him credit for that. Now he's quarantined for 10 days, so Lou Williams is going to miss at least three games at the start of the regular season. Well, it's a couple of things here. First, the rapper, Jackman Harlow. I mean, that, that was his birth name. If you want to be a rapper, you got to come up with uh, T-Buzz or something. You just can't have a regular name. That doesn't work. Uh, that, that's crazy. Secondly, yeah, I'm telling you, Magic City, man, they have good food there. I've been to that place. It, the food, I'll just say this. The chicken breast is scrumptious. Really? Yes. Twitter's full of jokes about legs and thighs, too. So, you know. Not me. Maybe you. There's a story from Yahoo that says he does go there all the time, that he's actually got a menu item named in his honor. And a drink, I think, as well. I did not check for a drink, but I have to admit, I did Google their menu, and I thought and it's, it's true. It's actually true. There it is. The Lou Will whatever uh, wings. Yeah. You Googled their menu. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I hope you didn't do it on company time, big guy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the only way to do that. Uh, Damian Lillard sat out a scrimmage. Inflammation in his left foot. X-rays negative. They expect him back soon. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Well, the Seahawks are in win-now mode. They traded away a couple of first-round picks and a third-round pick in order to get all-pro defensive back Jamal Adams from the New York Jets. Win-now, baby. Get somebody to lock a guy up. Worry about the draft picks later. Uh, yeah, he's a safety. I don't know that safety's lock guys up, but uh, he's all pro, so I guess that accounts for something. Yeah, the draft picks for the Jets are nice, but they are only valuable if, well, you could trade them, turn around and trade them, but, you know, if you get some talent back. As opposed to just whiffing and blowing the pick, screwing everything up. Yeah, and it seems like the NFL has a better success rate, particularly with the first-rounders, because you never really yep. know in the NBA, which is why I love the NBA draft better than all the drafts, because you just you really have... I can't say you have no clue, but there's constantly surprises, good and bad, for the better or the worse. And it just, to me, it makes it so intriguing where uh, you, you see in the NFL uh, a player, it'll happen, he'll be released after a couple years, but most of the time, these guys, particularly first-rounders, you know, stick around a bit. Well, the NFC West has provided Super Bowl teams the last couple of years with the Rams and the Niners. They both lost, but uh, we're able to get through the NFC playoffs. So the bar's pretty high there. See if uh, if this is the key move for Seattle. I mean, they, yeah. when, you, when you're coughing up first-round picks like that, you obviously think you're pretty close. Well, there's a couple of things here. 
you look at the ages of Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Yep. I mean, Pete Carroll's not even playing for the future, right? He's pushing 70 years old. And I think Wilson's, what, 31, I 31 guess? turning 32 midseason. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's at the prime of his uh, NFL career. We've seen quarterbacks extended a little bit. But Russell Wilson, I continue to say this, I think he's underrated as a top-flight quarterback because I think he's really good. Doesn't have the celebrity and all that, but a couple of Super Bowl trips and a Super Bowl win. That ought to get your attention right there. Uh, NFL players, I I don't know, maybe we should call this the Lou Williams rule, but the NFL players and the Players Association uh, agreed on a a bunch of outstanding issues. So they got their deal. They're going to open training camps, and players are going to be able to lose guaranteed money here if they – participate in high-risk activities. Now, they've already got that, right? You can't go parachuting, uh, mountain biking, skiing, basketball. they got all kinds of stuff that's off limits in their contracts. But now there's stuff uh, going to uh, an indoor club, an indoor private party with more than 15 people, going to church where it's more than 25% full. And if they're engaged in that high-risk activity, they can be fined. If they test positive because of it and miss games, then they don't have to be paid. So the uh, Players Association... Cut, cutting the deal, well, it'll hold some guys responsible, but obviously it could protect other guys in the long run, too. Well, I think they don't want you doing anything, but protesting is just fine. That's the one thing. As we've seen. Can't go to church, but you can go other places. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Oklahoma announced they've moved their season opener against Missouri State to August 29th. They're going to play week zero instead of week one. It'll give uh, them a bye before each of their first three non-conference games. I guess that's maximum flexibility, PK, if both teams, if either of those two teams or both of them have a bunch of positive tests, I guess they can just bump the game back to September 5 and still play it. Maximum flexibility. Yes, they can. I assume we'll see more games. I think they're going to. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. See more games move to week zero. It seems like that makes sense. Michigan minus one, minus two. Michigan State and Rutgers shut down their voluntary in-person workouts after uh, positive tests in both programs. MSU requiring uh, all members of the team to quarantine or self-isolate for 14 days. So I guess that's why you play week zero and have availability to move the game to week one if you need it, just in case something like that happens. And the NCAA Board of Governors uh, delay making any decisions about the fall sports championships, volleyball, soccer, or whatever. Uh, It would have maybe set a precedent for the football. I don't see where football is going to take any precedence, do you? I mean, the NCAA doesn't run their championships, so do what they want. But it seemed to be a thing, and everybody was certainly writing about and talking about it as the decision came out. Hey, I didn't pay much attention to it. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Astros ace Justin Verlander shut down, strained right for him. Initially announced he was out for the year. Now it's indefinite, re-examined in a couple weeks. How much do you downgrade Houston? A lot of the odds makers had them behind the Yankees and Dodgers as the third best favorite to get to the uh, hoist the trophy and celebrate a World Series title? Well, you know, Verlander was out there on social media saying, hey, it's just a couple of weeks. I'm not out. Uh, I refute those reports. So 
We'll have to take him at his word. I mean, it's his body, and he's a veteran guy, so he should have an idea of what uh, he feels like. But, yeah, if he, he if he can't go, that's a blow, and you've already lost Cole, who went over to the Yankees, obviously, so now you're getting two fireballers out of your rotation, and that certainly isn't a positive. So we'll have to see, as far as Verlando, what he's able to do. Can he come back? Uh, he's... Under the circumstances, he said positive. He sounded positive, to a degree anyway. And then Zach Granke said, oh, we can maintain two weeks. We've got such a prolific offensive lineup that they can carry us for a little bit, which, which is possible. You know, we've seen teams just go on binges where they just smash the ball. And and I realize they cheated with all the sign stealing and all, but nevertheless, they've got proven commodities who can hit. So uh, we'll have to see as far as that goes. And uh, I, would, I wouldn't rule them out just yet. But, you know, two weeks in a two-month season, basically, is obviously a lot, potentially a lot more damaging than in a four- or five-month season, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what the new normal is here. Like, the, the Dodgers look great beating the Giants in the first couple games, and then the, uh, the Giants come back and, uh, and beat the Dodgers. So they end up splitting that that series. Uh, when are you supposed to run away if you're one of the favorites? How much are you supposed to be up? I mean, you can't get up by 15 games in a 60-game season and run away like the Dodgers have done in the past. So, like, what's the new normal? Are we just supposed to think, well, it, we're literally just treated like it's a normal race? So if you're a half game back and it's j- late July, who cares? But what, is five games a big lead? Well, depending on how many games are left, five games is a big lead. If there's 30, 35 games left, five games I don't think is a particularly a big lead. Plus, it's not really about winning the division, really, with the expanded playoff. Yeah, just get in. As far as that goes. Yeah, just get in, have your rotation ready to go. I mean, the Dodgers didn't start Clayton Kershaw. He went on the, I don't know if he's on the officially on the injured list, but he had a back issue. But he said he'd be back, so... Uh, yeah, and pitching determines it. The Giants in that game was on last night. It was the second game of doubleheader. I was watching most of it, and they, they got great pitching. And, uh, you know, if you get that, uh, you, you got chances. It I, doesn't seem like the Giants are they're, they're looking to reload, Sam, specifically, but you're talking about the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, Dodgers are all right. I mean, two, two and two. I, I don't see how they don't get into the playoffs. I mean, it's just got too much talent. Too, yeah, they got too much talent. The playoffs have been expanded, so there you go. Shohei Otani uh, debuting for the Angels, returning to the mound after 20 months, but uh, three walks, three singles, five runs later. He's out of the game. Didn't even get an out. That's uh, and there's bad no. starts and there's awful starts. And you know it might take him some time to get back. Right? He's supposed to be, you know, great on the mound. Great at the plate. He can pitch. He can hit. But, wow. Just to hit triple digits of his pitches, he only hit 93 miles an hour yesterday. Yeah. Uh, he didn't pitch last year, obviously. And I don't think he went through the full season as a rookie. Uh, and you're asking him to come in and, you know, no minor leagues. And now he was playing in Japan, obviously. So, But he's still a young kid. Uh, so... Uh, to go out there and get zero outs, obviously, is just about the worst that you can do. You gave up five runs. Your, I looked on his uh, statistical thing. They don't even listen ERA. It's infinity. Because it's uh, in, yeah, <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> right. So, uh, 
Matt and I listened to him talk about the, the kid afterward and, and the walks and stuff. Obviously, he had all sorts of issues. You name it, control, uh, velocity compared to where he was. So, uh, you know, I didn't expect him to take the world by storm. Now, obviously, I expected him to get an out, but he didn't do that. So I, I still think with this kid, it's going to go either way. I don't think he's going to be a, a dual player. And right now, obviously, I would lean towards uh, hitting being a position player, although I'm not sure what his position is. Uh, with the DH, he doesn't really need one. Uh, so maybe he's not cut out to be a big league pitcher. Not not sure on that yet. See uh, the former Ute, the former Salt Lake B, CJ Crone with the two-run homer in the ninth. 3-2 win for the uh, Tigers. I almost gave it away in the bottom of the inning. But he got the game-winning homer. It's, uh, he's 30 now. <laughs> Seven years in the major leagues, having a good run. Well, we say, yeah, and you get a 10-year pro career. Well, you don't even need that in football. But in basketball and baseball, if you get a 10-year pro career, that's a pretty good run right there. Yeah, his younger brother got hit by the pitch against the Padres for the Diamondbacks, but the umpire said that he leaned in or didn't get out of the way. And so he did not allow him to come to go to first base. In fact, he denied and made him stay in the box. And the manager for the D-backs, uh, Lovello, Puts the mask on, goes out, keeps the social distancing, and does get ejected. And uh, the, the funny thing with the no fans there, you can hear a couple of words. <laughs> That's quite clear. <laughs> yeah. They may, they may have to make that material of the mask a little thicker. Have one that you have in the dugout, and then when you want to go out and argue, you put uh, a particularly on this mask. one where there's no replay, there's no replay, right? So they, I think they can replay if you get hit or not. You know, sometimes it's hard to tell. Did it hit the bat? When did it hit the hand? Hand part of the bat? Blah blah blah. But on this particular thing, it's a complete and total judgment call that the umpire viewed that Crone's little brother did not get out of the way. So that you knew that was going to be an argument situation. And uh, and the. Uh, the play-by-play guys. We hope you can't hear some stuff, but you can hear a few big ones. <laughs> we hope you can't, but we know you can. Maybe they can have the, because they've been playing, they've been piping in sound. <laughs> crank it up, crank it up. Maybe. Hey, Joe, crank it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, under that circumstance, uh, knowing that they're yelling, and especially now that you're six feet apart, normally they yell anyway. But, you know, they loud, they raise their voices, obviously. But when you're, you're trying to do the social distancing, you're probably going to talk even louder just because of the physical distance between yourselves. So maybe they can pipe it up because th- that, that could be a problem. And I was watching it by myself, so I, I didn't have any problem with it. But, uh, you know, you're not supposed to have those words go across the air and broadcast. And I actually did like the, the cardboard cutouts rather than just the complete and total empty seats behind the home plate area anyway they make me laugh i'm trying to figure out if there are any famous people mixed in the dodgers had plenty of famous faces on those first oh they dodgers yeah they showed them they had uh mary hart was sitting in her customary seat the old entertainment tonight gal she sits just to the right of home plate if you're looking at home plate from the pitcher's mound they had her there and they showed they had a bunch of others tommy the sword oral hershiser no more gar supera they had cutouts of those people uh in there and then the Philly fanatic was trying to rile up the crowd. The, cut, the cardboard cutouts behind home plate. Do you like the virtual fans on the Fox game? 
Straight out of the computer game. That was interesting. When I first saw it, did they allow folks in? When What's I, going on? When I first thought it was the giant Dodger game, and I was watching yeah, it, and I thought, they how it. many cardboard cutouts have they sold at Dodger Stadium? And I realized, oh, I had virtual fans. I didn't mind it. Whatever. I mean, it's about the game. I'm not tuning in for the fans. I'm tuning in for the game. And it's the same thing with any protests or slogans or what have you. They can do whatever they want. I don't really don't care. I'm tuning in for the game. Somebody's going to trick it up. An objective. So, somebody's going to trick it up, and a virtual fan is going to dive over a wall for a foul ball or something. I got a virtual fan running Whatever. on the field now. Fine. We're not going to show you that, and they cut away. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm all about the game, so that stuff really didn't matter to me. The baseball coronavirus news: the Marlins had four players test positive, including their starting pitchers, so they've delayed their trip. They were in Philly. And this just coming across, DJ. Actually, eight more Marlins players and two coaches have tested positive okay. this morning. Boston Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez has been shut down. He's dealing with the inflammation of his heart due to his bout with COVID-19 earlier this year. So he's going to miss a week, and then they'll check him to see if that inflammation has subsided. And the Toronto Blue Jays are going to get to play home games in Washington and Philly against Washington and Philly. Buffalo, I guess, isn't going to be ready for them until August 11th. I'm ready for games in Buffalo, PK. Bring it on. Buffalo's where they shot. Well, if them. I was living in Buffalo, I would think it would it would be cool, but yet I can't go to the games. Right. What difference does it make? Right, exactly. Buffalo's where they shot the natural, but I think they got a new minor league stadium. It's all doesn't look like something out of 1920. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL is going to play San Jose tonight. Knockout round of 16. The MLS back its tournament. Uh, Rusnak, day-to-day, they like to keep these things under wraps. Is he going to play or not? Without him, they have struggled to generate chances. They're not scoring goals, so they're going to need something. They, uh, it is knockout play, though, so I guess you could just play for the, score, <laughs> play for the scoreless game, and then it's straight to penalties. They don't, they don't have the extra 30 minutes. They just go straight to penalties. And uh, RSL and San Jose tonight, Fox Sports 1 at 6.30. And... Now uh, the word is leaking that Major League Soccer should restart in home markets in late August. Probably play 18 games only against Western teams. So more games to come, whether the, how, no matter how far they advance in this tournament. DJ and PK, that is what is trending over a long weekend. Stay with us. Coming up, Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio to talk golf. 3M, the PGA Tour stop in Minnesota. Another top 10 for Tony Finau. But... Not the win. Tied for the lead briefly came from a couple shots down. We'll talk with Bob about Tony and how to get him to break through. That's coming up at 8 o'clock. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 9 o'clock, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.